Crystal Chronicle, the podcast for and about Sailor Moon Crystal. And here are your hosts, Makwachan, Yotana, Seiya, Yata, and Ranma. Hello, and welcome to the Crystal Chronicles, a Sailor Moon podcast dedicated to all things Sailor Moon Crystal. On this podcast, we will discuss the latest episodes and compare them to the original anime and manga. You will get our opinions of the series, animation, voices, and anything else you could possibly think of that ties into the greatness that is Sailor Moon. I warn you now that we will be talking about spoilers, so if you haven't seen the latest episodes, don't complain to us. My name is Mako-chan, and with me for this podcast is a group of people just as obsessed as I am about Sailor Moon. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi. So how's everybody doing? We're okay. Not bad. Happy to be back. That's because we missed you. (laughs) Why doesn't everybody introduce themselves? Let's let our esteemed guests go first. Yes, but this is my second time. Third, if you count the time that you accidentally deleted it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just for those people that are, uh, you know, tuning in, um, Ron was the one that, you know, records everything for us and gets our podcast up and running. Well, he had a little snafu with his computer. So this is uh, Act 5 Podcast, Take 2. (laughs) <laughs> to quote Ned Flanders whoopsie doodle <laughs> anyways I'm Elkreya. Um I was here last time for episode what was that four mm-hmm. see now I'm all discombobulated on what episode number we're up to um, but I'm happy to be back I had a lot of fun last time so I hope you guys enjoy having me back again Yay! Yay! I am the producer, uh, DJ Ron Mess. Been part of uh, Sailor Moon fandom for quite a long time now. Cosplay Artemis. Go to cons. And I wear this awesome Artemis hat that people go nuts for. And I tell them where to find it. We made that! Yep. <laughs> I was waiting for that there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lovely lead in. Yeah, lovely lead-in. All right, well, you know what? I'm going to let my partner in crime introduce us this time. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, come on, genius. Well, I'm Yaten. This is Saya, the annoying one. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so much love. Yes. We're Sailor Moon nerds. Yep, we make lots of Sailor Moon shiny stuff. We're pretty... Geeky about it. <laughs> we cosplay. We have not nearly the Sailor Moon collection that Alcrea has. It's a bit of an obsession for me. Just a bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. We we specialize. We 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 have pretty much every Starlight thing that you can get. Yeah. So those are like the only things I don't have in my collection. <laughs> if you put us together, we make a complete collection. Woohoo! <laughs> Sort of like oh, Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. And our oh. esteemed host. Yeah, that would be me, Mako-chan. Um, I don't know if you can guess who I cosplay as, seeing as that my name is Mako-chan. 
I cosplay Luna. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you do. I yep. do. I cosplay Mako-chan and Luna. <clears throat> um, yeah, so... I, I'm I'm a huge Sailor Moon nerd, just like everybody else here. But uh, let's get on to the actual podcast and talking about the episode because it has to do with my namesake, Makachan. Yay! Yay! All right, let her let her have her day. Let it get out of her system. Squeeze for the second time. <sighs> now we know how Artemis feels. Hey, I, I am Beaten an Usagi at heart, so mm-hmm. <laughs> since everyone else said who they cosplay, I guess I'll have to plug myself there. Fair enough. <coughs> okay, so episode, 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 episode. Mm. What was everybody's thoughts on the episode? It was awesome. It was Absolutely a- fabulous. It was amazing. Best one yet? By far. I have to agree. I think we said it was it needed to be the 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 all the feels episode. Yes, definitely. And there was only one disappointment that all of us shared, which was no cross dressing Usagi. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no Us- no no Usagi in a tuxedo, which sucks. But the fact been so awesome. Because she was, like, way cooler than Tuxedo coming. <laughs> I know! She was badass in a tux. Yep. For her whole two panels of appearance in drag, she was amazing. She See was. you in our wedding she, in hell! I know! Yep. She was more badass in a tuxedo than she is as Sailor Moon right now. Right. But the fact that they gave us two attacks by Jupiter, and that second one being, like... Oh, wow. Phenomenal. I I will forgive them for that. Well, she was supposed to have two attacks. She does attack twice in the manga. Yeah. But my second disappointment is the fact that she doesn't have her... She doesn't have her belt, which we knew was going to happen because it wasn't in the promo shots or anything like that. But just the fact that, you know, they fixed... Ami's sleeves so that she doesn't have them. But, but they, they didn't, didn't fix Ray having her little brooch at her waist yeah, either. They, did, so. they didn't give Mars her brooch. They didn't give Jupiter her belt. They That's... gave Venus those really horrible looking love chain belts. Mm-hmm. The the one that looks like something else, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't even think until everybody on the internet said it was, and then I'm like, oh god, people yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I would have never thought that until I read it online. I was like, ooh, you got a point, but yuck. But no. yeah. I guess it takes somebody who's seen that sort of thing firsthand to point out that it looks like that, I suppose. And uh, I guess more frequently than they've seen Sailor Venus with her love chain belt. <laughs> okay. Because okay. all of us were like, we didn't see that, but now that you mention it, that's kind of gross. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Come out on sea. Thanks. I'm, I'm kind of in the dark here, so I have no idea what you're talking about. But for some reason, I'm thinking a cat of nine tails. Anal no. beads. Check, please. <laughs> yes, Check, your favorite senshi is wearing anal beads. And whipping them around and attacking people with them. At least that's what the internet says. Uh. 
The thing is, for Venus, I'm not surprised. Well, she represents love, <laughs> and you can do things with that, but let's move on. <laughs> it is mildly appropriate for her. <laughs> Oh, we're making Artemis uncomfortable. <laughs> Aww. I'm almost glad you deleted the last one now. <laughs> God. Somebody will reference it. Somebody will. Yeah, me the whole time. Don't yep. worry. It's coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned, too, it's just a big bummer that they didn't, you know, put those in because that could have been a merchandise opportunity mm -hmm. they could have used to fund the anime and, you know, they missed the boat. You know, they, I, so I far, they missed this. the boat on a lot of things. I didn't ask this earlier, but I'm not entirely sure I see how that could have been a merchandising thing. They could have sold the brooch and the belt, Jupiter's belt and um, Mars brooch as actual <laughs> official merchandise, the way that they sell the wands and everything. I'm just trying to think how they would make that belt as, like, a thing. That would just be kind of awkward in well, my opinion. Well, take a look at the clothing they're releasing. Yeah. They just released uh, Black Lady's dress and um, Serenity's oh, dress. Oh, gosh, yeah, those are horrible. I saw the Serenity one. I did not see the Black Lady one. Oh, oh. and they did the school uniforms, yeah. too. And yeah, I saw the school uniforms, too. Yeah, there's a Black, black Lady one, Yes, too. there is. But they, I must have just not just, cared like, enough and stopped that. scrolling. Like what they did with PGSM, where they, mm. like, like, had sets where they released, like, the brooches and the earrings. And yeah, I then bought all of them. The, um, <laughs> of course you Venus's, did. Um, bow. Bow. That's the only one I'm missing. Aww. Can't, it, the, that's hard to get now, isn't it? I know. Yeah. It pisses me off. I want it. We had it at one point. But yeah, um, <laughs> and not to me. Jupiter's belt could easily um, translate into a bracelet. Yeah, that too. Oh yeah, that yeah. would be really nice. That would actually be really cute. See, I was just trying to picture it as a functioning belt, and I'm like, that would be so awkward. <laughs> Mars's brooch actually could translate into a necklace, like a pendant, because she actually mm -hmm. wears it as a pendant. Yeah. In she does. That well, would be awesome. In, in the new animated uh, series, it, we pointed out that Usagi was wearing her henshin brooch on her wrist when she yeah. was dancing with Tuxedo Common. At the masquerade. That was just so... That was so clever. Come on, Bandai. Get, it, get with it. Definitely. Okay, so... Um, going into the episode... Um, what was everybody's likes? I know we didn't really have, you know, a whole hell of a lot the last time. We just said we liked it all, basically. Um, now that you've had a few days to think about it because of, uh, you know, the whole deletion and everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> does, anybody, <laughs> does anybody have any, you know, specific likes about the episode? I absolutely loved the whole interaction between Usagi and Mako-chan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was so that adorable. That was really sweet. It, it, it showed that not only is Mako strong, but she's, you know, she's actually a really nice person. But on top of that, it shows how cute Usagi can be. Well, that and just how, like, how... I don't know how undiscriminatory she is. I don't know if I'm using the correct phrase there, but... Indiscriminate. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
indiscriminate she is because she was just like, I don't understand why people are all freaking out because she's some sort of giant or something. She's really cute and girly. I don't get it. I and she feeds me. And she feeds mm-hmm. me. And she, she smells pretty. Me. Yep. Right. I, I think it's so, more. I think it's more like she's very open-minded about friendships and stuff like that. Because you know, I guess she has her faults too. But you know what? It's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that whole interaction just did a phenomenal job in showing Usagi's character and how she's welcoming and warm, and it, it kind of preludes into how in later parts of the series she even embraces herself to all of the uh, villains. Mm-hmm. She'd rather take them in than destroy them. It's just sometimes they don't agree with her ideals, and she has to go with the destroying route if all else fails yeah I'd like to make you good but if you really make me I will kill (laughs) you I like that um, we got a little bit of the old anime um, Mako-chan in there too Uh, the fact that you know she got starry eyed with Motoki and you know, she did mention a little bit that he looked like her senpai. Her lunch bag even looked just like it did in the original. Mm-hmm. I like that we got that that little bit of, you know, tribute to her. Her, oh, my senpai. You look exactly like my senpai. He looked like my senpai. Everybody is my senpai. <laughs> but this time they actually gave us her senpai and what it was that mm-hmm. made her so fixated and hurt from him. And yeah, we actually was... we actually got a little bit of the backstory and found out why, so I, I like that too. Oh, I loved it, and it was making me just sob like a baby, but it, it was phenomenal that they did that, and oh. I, I just wanted to reach in and give Mako-chan a big hug. And I, like I pointed out last time, um, I really like the fact that you, you really kind of do feel for her character. Um, when the two girls uh, are walking past her while she's sitting there having her lunch, and they basically, you know, say something derogatory about her, she's just like, well, you know what, whatever. And that, with that kind of attitude that people get when you've had this done to you over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really heartbreaking that she had to become so callous to just, oh, well, you know, you don't develop that. You don't start off in, oh, well, you have to work to that level. And that means that she's had this done to her a lot. And then Usagi comes in with her uncontrollable arm grabbing the rice ball <laughs> <laughs> and just makes her so happy. I love that smile that they gave her while Usagi's just going on about why would anyone not like you? You're so sweet and Mm -hmm. you have food. (laughs) (laughs) And asked about an arcade, so now you're my BFF. (laughs) Sounds about right. So, uh, what about the uh, Jupiter General fight? It was neat that uh, Nefrek, uh referenced that that look, those eyes look familiar. Yeah, I love the subtle little uh, 
hints they're giving that the senshi and the generals do know each other. And I'm looking forward to Zoisite coming in and how he's going to recognize Mercury. Mm-hmm. And of course, eventually we'll get Kunzite and Venus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm really enjoying the fact that. I mean, obviously, this is we're at the point now that it's straying very far away from the original anime. Um, but it's not following the manga word for. I mean, it's following the manga, but at the same time, there are subtle enough differences that those fans that have read the manga over and over and over and over again can see those differences and like me. <laughs> and see where where the characters are actually getting a little bit of growth where you're actually getting a little bit of backstory before either before you're supposed to get it or even backstory that you wouldn't have gotten in the first place I do find it really interesting that they're keeping the same pacing as the original manga and it still is almost panel for panel. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we are getting more development. And it isn't quite seeming to be so, like, incredibly fast moving. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, they've managed to keep the same pace, but make the presentation less rushed. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering if it's also feeling less rushed less rushed because there's such a long break in between the episodes. Possibly. I think it's also partially because I have to take about 25 minutes to sit and watch it, whereas I can read a chapter in, like, five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're getting with the differences of movement, of seeing the facial features, of getting some of the inner thoughts that you might not get in the manga itself. You're getting that in the anime. So that that smile that lights up Makoto's face, you don't necessarily get that in the manga. You get that, you know, she's happy that somebody's finally talking to her, but not in that way. I also do think they are shifting the narrative ever so slightly because the uh, manga is definitely, like, almost entirely... Usagi's point of view and um, it, it does have a little bit more of a feel like we're less directly on top of what Usagi is seeing and doing mm-hmm. mm. I mean it's still pretty early on to really get a good analysis of if that's how they're going but it, it doesn't seem so centralized on her point of view mm-hmm. Which Just, I like, because it, it allows the other girls to have say, to have story, to to grow and develop. Instead of, you know, 25 or 30 chapters from now, and you're getting, oh, you're finally, you know, you're finally learning that they each have their own planet that, you know, they come from. And, oh, look, here's a crystal for them. And they have to go through something horrible to get that crystal. Yeah, we already are getting to know the actual girls and not their relation to Usagi. True. But here's something. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but 
the difference is how Makoto and Usagi meet in comparison of the original anime, Crystal and PGSM. Okay. Well, there's very subtle differences. They're all ba- they all sh- she basically meets her the same way, saving Usagi's butt because yeah. she gets into some sort of accidental trouble. Yeah. Just being a space case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just I you know, that's something that I that I had picked up on, you know. Yeah, so- Mak- in all of the instances Makoto has come in and saved Usagi's butt. I do kinda miss the fact that uh in the original anime you got to see Makoto, you know, beat up some bullies. And Yeah, that was fun. And in uh PGSM they paid Makoto back when they came to her rescue when the, when the guys played that trick on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I, I still like seeing the softer, gentler side of our Senchi. <laughs> I yeah, love I... her voice actress in Crystal, too. She's the first voice actress that is new that has immediately made me... Um, Immediately, I've taken to it. It didn't take me until the end of the episode to be adjusted to the new voice. Mm-hmm. I believe last time, either Say or Yetin was saying that she sounded a lot like Haruka, but I just loved Jupiter's yeah. new voice. <coughs> to us, for some reason, we just re- really thought of Ogata Megumi. Yeah. Mm. That's where I went with that one. It's not that it's a bad thing, it's just immediately it was my first thought when I heard the voice. I think someone mentioned that she's like a voice actor from Kill a Kill or something. Yeah. Which none of us was like, rah, rah. We were all Yeah, like, I, think, I think she's the first voice actress um, of the new generation that has actually had something... Like a lead. Like a lead role. Everybody else, I mean, yeah, they've been, you know, pretty cure and things like that, but it's never been the actual lead role. It's always right. been you know, secondary characters or, you know, just uh, <clears throat> the the side characters, but never the main character. Whereas you have Makoto now, who is being voiced by somebody that was a main character before this. I just thought she had a great balance of strength and femininity in her voice, which just seemed absolutely perfect for Ma- uh, Mako-chan. Mm-hmm. Because that's exactly what she is. She is strong and feminine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she can get that, you know, angry, bitchy kind of, like, what the fuck are you doing voice. But at the same time, you know, when she's hanging out with her friends, it's not, it's not that harsh voice that she portrays to the people that she doesn't like. Right. It's it's definitely a good fit, I think. Like when she's throwing the baseball at those guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I guess from you know from the original, from the manga, from PGSM, um, are there any changes that you would have kept from, you know, some of the other storylines or are you glad that they got rid of certain things in those storylines. I'm glad there were no rain, uh, rainbow crystals and crane crane Joe guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of like Game Machine Joe. I, I, I liked him too, but you know, 
I, I kind of like the fact that it's not a fight for the crystals, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was just something they did to try and stretch it out a little bit. Oh, it was most definitely just that. Yeah. yeah. Just like the Doomtree arc, just stretching out the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they were waiting for her to finish the manga. The, um, yeah. Right. Like, let's have, let's have 15,000 monsters of the day and no plot. <laughs> Although I will, I will say this: I did like Naru and Nephrite. I know it sounds stupid, but I did. No, I like I, li- I liked that whole little story arc from the original anime too, and I almost wish that they would have done something like a nod to to that at some point. Right. We've still got time. Exactly. Because, again, they did not kill him off. Yep. Well, maybe in the next episode, we'll see them having desserts, and you'll see a chocolate parfait sitting on the table. (laughs) Speaking of the next episode, the next episode is going to be basically all about Tuxedo Mask. Tuxedo Kaman. Um... Are we thinking feels the episode again? Are we thinking, you know, I'm, we all know that it's an important episode. I don't know. I think it's more of an informative episode. Well, we and... find out at the end that, you know, that's Mamoru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so... he already knows. He already knows that Usagi is Sailor Moon. He already knows who Usagi is, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's basically going to take her to his place. Ooh la la. Mm-hmm. And you know, you which I mean is a hell of a lot sooner than you would find than you found out in the original anime. Oh, way, way sooner. Way sooner. The other feelsy is she's going to be using the crystal, um, the the, the moon, moon stick. Yeah, because she got her yeah. she got her moon her that her moon wand. I cannot right. wait to see her new use of the moon wand. Yeah. Or Moonstick. As we're like all calling it fifty million different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a moon stick, it's stick. a wand. It's a wand I was stick. about to call it Crystal Moonrod. I think in my head because it's from Sailor Moon Crystal or something, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So And, and then, what does so everybody after think? That, we'll be into book two. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of the Moon wand stick thingy. <laughs> <laughs> what does everybody feel? Uh, how does everybody feel about the change that it has undergone from the original? I really like it. it it's lo- pretty. It's pretty. It looks really well, it's, fancy. It's almost identical to what she redrew when the tenth anniversary manga came out, which was <laughs> kind of a crossbreed between what they did for PGSM and the original. Yeah. And I think they kept that uh, hybrid of the two pretty well. Yeah. Um, I still like the original design of it from the original publication yeah. of the manga and the original anime better. But I am definitely looking forward to adding a one, two, three, four, fifth moonstick to my collection. I like them both. I think. You know, I like the original design, but I like the the new one too. It's very pretty. I like the fact that the moon is distinctive and 
separate from almost, you know, got its own thing going. But because the moon looks so crystallized now, what is it going to look like when there's actually, you know, a crystal in there? Shinier. Shinier. It's going to be (laughs) bright. It's going to be so bright, Sailor Moon's going to need that to to flag the planes down the land. Luna's going to put some glasses on. Yep. Okay, was there anything else uh, that we wanted to discuss from this episode, either that we missed from the last, uh, from the Forgotten podcast, or that anybody else wants to bring up from this podcast? Well, I know last time um... I brought up the fact that the, uh, the first crystal book is out and that did say that we're getting the Black Moon family. Yeah, uh, I think we I think it has been established that the episode 26 is going to end on act 26 which is when um, Chibiusa comes back the first time and basically tells Usagi and Mamoru hey you guys are training me which as I said before isn't a bad place for it to end it, um, it just... if it doesn't get a second season but at the same time it's uh, it just... it's not going to it ends you know fully it's not gonna leave a leave anybody hanging or anything well, right. except for those of us who totally you know want to see everybody else yeah the uh, the other senshi the the starlights and all of that yeah i I, it also lets us know that if i'm not gonna say if it also lets us know that when the second season gets renewed Mm -hmm. um the series can play out to at the at least 60 episodes yeah because in the 10th and 20th edition manga that uh the core story takes up 60 acts it also makes me wonder if, um, because a lot of anime is doing this now, if the last couple of episodes that we know of uh, with her fighting uh, Galixia and all of that, if that's going to be an OVA at the end and not necessarily part of the series. I don't think they're going to do that. I mean, the only time they did the whole OVA thing is like the this anime is like on a weekly basis I mean that's more of a cop out since this is going to be like the first and third and you will have some months where you know we're going to be waiting three weeks for the next episode so yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes what? they do that too when they kind of just like run out of funding or that you know they're getting pulled off of the air and they just want to wrap up the series really quick and they're just like here here's the OVAs you know sorry Stories kind of getting cut off. I know, like the first set, of, like the first Tenchi does that. Like they didn't release the last um, few episodes. What? I think until. Well, the first part of it was uh, right, but they totally cut off because they got pulled. Well, it wasn't a TV show back then. It was just mm-hmm. an OVA. Right, but then they released it. What? Like years later. Yeah. They came back and they were like, "Oh, here, here's the rest of them. Sorry." And <laughs> screwed everything up. Yeah, right. <laughs> we d- we don't speak of the second half OVA. <laughs> they don't exist. You know, I wanted to see the ending so badly. I've just sucked it up and dealt with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I would much rather have as an OVA with the Crystal Universe is Sailor V or any of the short stories. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that they're going to be pulling. Um, 
at least information from the short stories. Um, but I wouldn't put it past them that if popularity uh, really shows that people really want this, which why it wouldn't show since the merchandise is still selling out and it's for the old anime. Um, I really think that they're actually going to pull in those those stories. And that was my biggest letdown when I heard that news that Crystal is going to encompass the Dark Kingdom and the Black Moon was I was hoping we would get a little bit of Sailor V or a little bit of the short stories and so I'm really hoping that somehow those things are still incorporated, whether it's like you said, in just little tidbits that they toss into the episodes, or if we do get any OVAs or a like mini, or yeah, specials or mini spin-off type things. Right. You could even get an Easter egg when they release the DVDs too. I've seen that yeah. done before, mm-hmm. where they give you like specials and extras on the DVD. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of uh, DVD slash Blu-ray, um, right. has anybody gotten a chance to see the reanimations that yes. are coming out now oh, yeah, that are being shown? They just shown? released today. Yeah. So they are going back and fixing up the disaster that is the pe- first few episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I, I'm really hoping because they didn't show everything, and it's you know the comparison stuff is only for the first two episodes so far, but a lot of the I'm really hoping that a lot of the derp faces have been fixed. I know they've been going through and fixing Luna's really deformed looking body in a couple of instances. I hope for the third episode that they go back and fix Mars's uh, distata- uh, detached hand. <laughs> well, so that it doesn't yeah her her extra thumb and you know her extended hand and all of that while she's doing her attack I'm hoping that's part of their fixes yeah <laughs> yes Mallory's third arm I hope they keep that actually that <laughs> it'll be on the blooper reel <laughs> but, so, so I mean, back just... to the ep- back to the episode though I'm surprised no one brought this up Mamoru actually had uh, powers in this. Yeah. Yeah, he was able to see the aura. Mm-hmm. He was able to see an aura. That was actually really cool. Because yeah. at one point in the manga, as a matter of fact, it would be the next episode, I could have sworn that Mamoru was like, um, I don't have powers like you do. You, you Basically, he says, you have to do this, and it's you alone. I can't do anything to help you. I don't have any powers. But well, if, see, the thing is, he does have powers even in the manga. Tuxedo Lost Smoking Bomber. Well, we see Bomba. him later on. He, he gets Tuxedo Lost right. Smoking Bomber and he has his psych- psychometry. We're just talking he's, about the, the next episode. He actually says it in the manga. He's like, I don't have any powers. You guys but do I don't this. know if he would necessarily consider seeing someone's aura a power. But here's something, though. What if Mamoru knows who the Senshi are? Because remember. Right after he sensed that aura and saw who it was, he went and got Usagi. Just saying. That's, I know that's a bit of a stretch, but just saying. No, I think he went and got Usagi because he could tell it was a, uh, a Yoma attacking an innocent. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. An innocent who happened to be one of his friends. Yeah. 
So I'm not convinced that he would necessarily see the seeing auras as a power per se. Um, it's more of a passive skill that he may have, which kind of is the same with his healing abilities he gets later on. Mm. Yeah, I mean, most of his powers do come later on, and that's after, you know, other powers have awoken for everybody else, and they find out that he has his own crystal. Um he may not realize that what he's tapping into is actual powers. Right, because... So I, defi I definitely agree with that. Well, if you think about it, in Eastern philosophy, you know, seeing auras, anything of the psychic nature, um, you know, that to them, that that's not magical. That's just... That's just life. Right. So that would be more considered magical in, in our philosophy. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. But I still felt like that was kind of cool that they actually showed right. that he saw that. Yeah, because we never explicitly saw that before from him. No. Right. And, and, you know, you didn't see it in the manga either. You just see him like, okay, I'm going to go get the other moon now. <laughs> <laughs> so is anybody missing his rose yet? Nope. Not really. <laughs> now I, I am that you mentioned I, it. I, yeah, I hope there is a throwback because I think it would be really fun and cute. But um, so far, I am not missing the the long winded speeches about you know being being nice to girls. And every time he leaves, Sada Bada. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I know I, we've been rewatching this as we go. Every time a new episode comes out of Crystal, we watch from where we left off in the original anime, and we just keep on watching. Yeah, and I'm just, just like, every time he takes off, Sada Bada. It's all right, dude. Really, I love the original tuxedo mask because he is so stupid. I love and it. And campy and silly, and yeah. Well, do the not like the mask. I hated was the one in PGSM. What? He had no personality. He was just blah. I never saw any feasible reason why Usagi would fall from him, other than Endymion Summer. And I, I just, I hated him. He was n emotionless and useless and just, ugh. <laughs> you sure you're well, talking about uh, Endymion and not Sakura Haruno from Naruto? Well, I think maybe possibly Motoki took all of his emotions. Oh, Motoki yeah. was great in PGF. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Mamoru always had a bit of a charm to him, a little bit of comedic value, and he had none of that in GSM. Yeah, he definitely Kimichi. was a comedic relief. <laughs> Motoki and his pet turtle. I, I realize that, that this is the Saya in me talking, but I'm telling you, my two least favorite characters have always been Chibiusa and Mamoru from the anime, because, oh, Chibiusa's obnoxious, and Mamoru is just when he's not being moderately uh, uh, mentally abusive to Usagi, he's just kind of meh. I just, I don't care for it. I liked him in the manga. He, he was loving and caring and useful. <laughs> <laughs> but, Which we're probably going to get in Crystal, so... <laughs> exactly, and I, I well, he's, he's 
kind of a jerk so far, but that's just like, how he's supposed to be. Because he likes to tease her. That's, and the thing is, the balls. relationship that they have in the manga and so far in Crystal isn't so much um, animosity as it is just teasing. They keep running into each other in awkward situations. And right. Usagi keeps hitting him with shit. Yes! <laughs> I don't know about you. If a girl keeps hitting me with something, I'd be I'd be kind of snarky back at her too. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I get that. I get that completely. That's why I said in the manga, and this is following the manga, so so far so good. Mm-hmm. But oh, rewatching the anime is painful. He just painful. the rose throwing and the speeches and the condescension. Painful and... in a sort of nostalgic kind of way. <laughs> in the little bit of the classic that I've watched so far with my boyfriend. He actually said, you want me to cosplay this jerk with you? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, okay, my my vision of him is more what we have in the manga, okay? (laughs) Oh, Kraya, if he does it, you have to make him purple pleated pants. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Freaking purple pleated pants, man. Trending worldwide. I can't. I cannot believe they got that trending. <laughs> I cannot believe it. What? Awesome. Yes. Um, th- Viz had a slumber party this past know. weekend. Oh, they got and... it trending for a second time. No, it was the first time. <clears throat> it didn't trend. Well, the first time was not during the sleepover, though. Yeah. Well, mm. during the sleepover itself, um, because. She says that in the new dub. Uh, questions his style and his purple pleated pants. So when we got off of the episode and it went back to everybody joking around, um, they were laughing hysterically about purple pleated pants. And I think later that evening someone posted a screen cap of it trending worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, so... it was trending when they first released that clip like oh. a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That I didn't know about. Yeah. yeah, that one I didn't know about, but okay. they got it to trend again this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was hilarious that it was trending when they first released that clip. I didn't know it was again, because I kind of gave up on the sleepover, because I found it kind of distracting to try to watch that, which was laggy and bad quality, while I was trying to also watch the new dub, so. Yeah, they fixed it later on by uh, dismantling the comments in YouTube, mm-hmm. mm. which helped immensely. Yeah, by that time I was just asleep, figuring I'll watch more later. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Good. Yeah, well, at least so far, you know, we've got, you know, tuxedo and, and I guess high school outfit. Because before, he was either tuxedo common or homeless bum. <laughs> because oh man the his fashion for that original anime were painful oh man. my god his original wardrobe oh that was special mm-hmm. it's yeah, like it I, I, I get it's the 90s and everything but uh, you don't wow. have to you don't have to make him look horrible just because he's a bachelor <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but his style doesn't get any better once he and Usagi are an item. She should have taken him to Men's Warehouse. But then again, her style was kind of questionable herself, so... (laughs) They all did. Even the fashion designer had ugly taste in clothes. 
Yeah, I never got that one. <laughs> oh I did not get that one. Oh yeah, I'm a fashion designer. For who? <laughs> okay, was there anything else that we wanted to discuss? Was there anything from the episode that we wanted to discuss? Is there anything that you're looking forward to that you're disappointed with? Meh. Moonstick! <laughs> and toy! <laughs> Alright, well if there's nothing else that we're you know, wanting to talk about then I guess it's time to call it a night. Alright. Okay. So why doesn't everybody uh, say where they can be found so that people listening to this can find you and stalk you later? You can find me on Facebook at Elcrea Cosplay. Um, my YouTube channel is Elcrea Vision. I do a uh, reaction video with an immediate response to each episode of Crystal posted, if not the same day, uh, the Sunday after the episode has premiered. And I'm trying to also get myself to do vlogs other than just those episodes, too. Right now, my whole idea is all Sailor Moon related. So, go there for me doing more Sailor Moon blabber. Yay! <laughs> To Alcrea, to Alcrea, Sailor Moon is life. Pretty much. It's kind of sad. I think we all feel like that. So, Yaten, where are we? We're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. So, so you can find us on our cosplay page. We are Kinmoku Revolution. For those of you that are Sailor Stars fans, you'll recognize what that is. Um, and our business page is starlet.creations. Um, and we specialize in Sailor Moon costumes and jewelry, but we do just about anything. <coughs> so there. Woohoo! Yay! Louder! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Um, you can find me and Mako-chan on VOG Network every week, uh, Tuesday nights with Anime Jam Session. Um, swing by, have some fun. Uh, the water is fine, pool's open, and you know, all that cool stuff, and two-for-one drink specials. Woo! Yeah, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so thanks for listening. Our podcast runs every other week, and will usually be posted before the weekend. Catch us on iTunes and visit our Facebook group at The Crystal Chronicles. You can check out our website, too, at thecrystalchronicles.com, where we will be posting new information, news, and episode breakdowns. And Sailor Moon says, see you next time. Sailor Moon also says, don't delete this podcast. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, guys. For more information about this podcast, check us out at thecrystalchronicles.com. Thanks for listening. Podcast no, Kariwai no message.